They're a little bit loose, a little bit unstrung, and they've probably had a few beers beforehand. Please welcome Matt Crummins and Tom Fancy Pants Puck with yet another episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Adventure. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another amazing podcast from Matt and Tom. This is Matt and Tom's Excellent Podcast, as you already know. Thank you to all the listeners who, who bother to spend a good 45 minutes of their precious time listening to watch East and every week. Crap on about nothing. And welcome to you, Matthew Crummins. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you today? Well, I was good until I, you know, crappy on about nothing. I mean, I thought. I I'm thought sorry. Crap, we, we inject a little bit of, you know. Stuff into into people's lives. <laughs> We're so specific. Um, yeah, well, we inject good humour, um, intelligent conversation that um, advances the the pursuit of photography to all and sundry. I think we should probably just stop lying to people. I think you got it right <laughs> the first time. <laughs> it's much simpler than trying to come up with those all those big fancy words. To be honest, Look, so I'm, I'm pretty excited today because this morning. Um, I know that you were sleeping in um, a little bit, and I got no. I did not prioritize. So, do you, do you guys, for everyone listening, you might not realize this, but I, I messaged Tom go. on Wednesday mornings, like, "Hey, podcast, eight AM." And you know what I got prioritized uh, with today? I got. Oh, sorry, I've got to go to the tip. So I got <laughs> put. I got put below trash. Um, There's a very good but, reason for it. I just explained it. I was out doing a photo shoot. I had the van loaded up with stuff that needed to go to the tip because then. Once I'd offloaded all the stuff from the tip, I needed to put a beautiful, precious artwork into the back of the van to deliver to one of my favourite clients this afternoon after this podcast. So I just what? had to get my ducks in, in in order and it wasn't that I didn't love you any less. You know that you mean the world to me. We're brothers from another mother. But you, just love, said the, this. you just love the tip more. I get it. Anyway. And the, and, and the fact is that we're so close and we're so you know on the right wavelength that you just go, you know what, Tom? Normally, I'd be offended, but because we're just so tight, really, mm. I don't mind. Isn't that right? Am I putting words in your mouth? <laughs> no, no. But um, look, I guess I guess the good the good thing was at least you're going to the tip probably just to throw out the Christmas present that I gave you. So at least I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. I'm still yeah. waiting oh, for that, you that bastard. That what do you mean? Arrive? Oh, yeah, funny about that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you probably drank it. Thanks well, very it's much. Actually, it has actually worked out quite well because this morning, I felt awkward pouring my GNT at 8 a.m. So, <laughs> so, so you poured it and you said, do you know what? I'd normally do your podcast at this time, but look, I'll have it anyway and I'll have another one at four o'clock and then I won't feel so bad. And then here we are. And here we are. A G- are you seriously got a G&T in front of you? I've always got a G&T in front of me at four o'clock. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time of day it is. Matt's always got a drink in front of me. Look, we make it sound like we're alcoholics or that we, we actually are encouraging people to drink alcohol, which is not true. Uh, it's more just um, we we like to have an excuse for the fact that we just talk this dribble for an hour each week, and if we were to say to people that we are sober while we're doing it, they they probably wouldn't understand. So you get locked up in an institution, they'd be like, "That's them when they're when they're dead sober." Yeah, take away boys. <laughs> <laughs> now now um, do we die? No no, it's too early. Three minutes in. Um, well, I've what got- a cr- what a cracking day today. It was. Have you been? Well, it still is. Have you been outside yet? No. It is just down here in the sunny morning to Peninsula, it's dead still. It's about 30-something degrees and it would just be a cracker down the beach at the moment. Mm. But you're giving up my, my leisure time to um, speak with you, Matthew. So 
Yeah. Well, yes, I, you should I have, be so honoured. I've got to say, I didn't get out today, but I did get to the Western Treatment Plant yesterday morning to do some bird photography. Oh, now was that a job or was that uh, from pleasure? No, this was this was pleasure. This was camera testing. So, oh. um, yeah, that's I mean, sounding like very official. That's sounding like somebody values your opinion. Oh no, no, it was me testing it myself. No, <laughs> oh, right, no. okay. Not, not commission testing. No, gosh, that'd oh, be fun. Oh, no, I'd be terrible at that because I'd just be like, "Ooh, toys." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I want one of these. Yes, yeah. please. Sign no, me up. I've um, you know, I, I said last week that I've been sort of you know reconsidering the mirrorless approach with things and whatnot. So I, you did, yeah. I've got a Nikon Z7 Mark II <sighs> arriving on Friday for play. And I've, I've, got a Z, I've got a Nikon Z7, Z6 that you can play with if you like. Yeah, I've heard about that. But you can I thought, if you want. I thought it had been sold to a few people on eBay already. <sighs> oh, my God. Did we talk about that last week? Uh, I don't – well, I think we mentioned it briefly. I don't know if people oh, know the that story, is though. dodgy, Rama. Thankfully, those messages have dried up. Clearly, my item has been on eBay for more, too long, but – um, thank, but thankfully they've dried up. But yet I have had no further advances in terms of people wanting to offer me um, endless amounts of money for that item. So yeah, that's disappointing. But um, yeah, look. So what do you think? What's your um, opinion of the Nikon Z7 Mark II? Well, I don't get it till Friday. So I've been actually oh, playing. Oh, did I've you hear that? <clears throat> Pardon me. Wow, that was. <laughs> For, for everyone's reference, that was a Red Bull. Um. <laughs> that was a Red Bull, and it's giving me wings. I'm about to fly off. That's just lifted me up into the stratosphere. <laughs> oh, yum yum! <laughs> Lucky um, you. No, I um. So I borrowed um a uh, Sony A7R Mark III and a bunch of lenses, uh, and a Sony right. A7R from a couple of my um, workshop participants. And I've been playing with those the last couple of days, just sort of testing it out, playing with it, checking it out. You know. Yep. Yep. Get a feel for it. And, you know, I had a lot of fun. It was great. There was about 20 minutes where there was actually sun in the morning, which was beautiful on the birds. And then it just went cloudy. Mm. And I was like, this is a massive waste of time. Right. Yeah. But and you no, were shooting with your big kahuna. No, I actually was shooting on a 200 to 600 Sony Ooh. lens. Yeah. Yeah, right. And what was that like? The quality's good? Yeah, look, I guess it was tricky to tell, to be honest. Like, it seems pretty good. The tracking's insane. Um, right. But for me, the hard part was, I guess, that... Um, the sun wasn't there for very long. And so when you're shooting no. in overcast conditions, when it's really flat and quite dull lighting, when you're shooting on a lens that's an f6.7, it's like the, the shots are fine, but yep. you're never going to get fast-moving bird shots that look, oh, my God, that's so crisp. There's just no contrast in the feathers yeah. and stuff like that. It's you all really about the lighting. Isn't it? You need sun. Yeah. So yeah. It was a bit of a fruitless exercise. But this morning I nearly went to go out and I actually ended up going to gym instead, which was probably a poor The choice. gym? Yeah. I didn't realize you were a, a gym junkie. No, I would definitely not say that. I would say that, <laughs> I, would say that I, I went to gym. The same you way, went to like, the gym, someone you visited all Paris. the hot girls there, and then you uh, went home and, and pretended to be sweaty and, and said to Laura, oh, my God, yeah, it was a great workout. I had a great time. Oh, God, I actually go to a gym that's like a, you know, the group training, like small group training sessions. And, um, and so you have to participate in that. Well, they no, it's like individually trained, but um, oh, right. so everyone's personally trained, but you know, you're in a group. So there's one trainer for like 20 people or 15 people. Right. Or but right. um, yeah, no, it's it's not a, 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 a hot young person kind of gym. This is, <laughs> this is definitely me in my older years, Jim. Sorry, that's, um, that's me projecting my wish onto you. So yeah, I apologize no, for that. No. I'm a little bit older than you, so but you know, I, a little bit more desperate. I fit right in in that space. So, you know, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> now let's 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 get on to let's get back onto the topic. But yeah. um, I follow on on um, Instagram. Speaking of wildlife photographers, you know I'm a bit of a bird watcher from way back, and uh, Twi- I found a tweaker. Worker? A twitcher? Twitcher? No, I'm not a twitcher, which is one person who who twitches, so to speak, because they desperately want to see a new bird or a oh. rare bird that happens to just be here in Australia. I'm not one of those. You I do. Want, you just want to see some I have, hot bird at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I look at, I, I perv on other birds these days rather than the feathered variety. And there's a lady, not that I'm perving on her, Georgina St- Staitler, Staitler, S-T-E-Y-T-L-E-R. I found her on Instagram recently. She has 72,000 followers and um, she does great bird photography. And um, for those interested too, she often on her stories um, gives a good old story, literally, about um, some photos that she's taken and all of the settings. And she gives little tutorials through her Instagram stories on how to take good bird photos and light and composition, etc. So she's adding a lot of value. So those who are interested, check her out. Very cool. I'm looking yeah. at her Insta right now. She's got a very, like, it's a very um, unique style, isn't it? A lot of it seems to be this sort of high key backlit, uh, yeah. you know, portrait type work, um, which I love. Yeah, so. Whoa, whoa. Wowzers. What was that? Was that a bit of a, we can't be beaten. I don't know. a little bit of Angry Anderson or? It was on um, on her Instagram feed. It was one of the videos that had some audio, which I didn't realize. So. (laughs) Yes, yes. Ah, So, um, so you did a bit of bird photography. You've got access down there, have you? Have you got one of those sacred keys? I do have a sacred key and they've actually become really sacred because they're no longer handing them out. Um, at least not this right. year, I believe. So uh, a few right. of my, we've got a, a lot of people in out my sort of, I'll call it student group. They call it Matt's mob. They, Matt's um, mob. A, Get a on lot of people it. have um, got keys just because of the last couple of years, you know, it's uh, spread around our group like wildfire. Um, but yeah, apparently they've, they're, they're not giving them out at the moment. I'm not sure whether it's because there's too many out in circulation or COVID or I don't know, but yeah. No, they'll probably just um, go and change the locks on you and they'll all be redundant anyway. Well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you bearer of awesome bad news. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll Thanks, go make my own treatment plant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, you, we all contribute in one way, shape or form. That's exactly. I think there's yeah, that there's part of part of me in that treatment plant, if, if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I, I saw you the last time I was there. I said, oh, g'day, Matt. How are you going? <laughs> Digital camera so, sales worldwide versus Apple iPhone. Oh, sorry, were you oh, continuing with something else? No, I saw that. I was going to see what's going on. Did you see this? I did see. I saw that. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think it's a really bad reflection on what's going on. Well, you just don't want to face the facts that we are one of the rare few that actually own a digital SLR camera. Well, that that most people in this world prefer to have an iPhone and shoot with that, which is. Uh, pretty damn obvious but let me just quote you here guys that um that worldwide digital camera sales peaked in 2010 selling 122 million units and they've now dwindled down to 9 million last year whereas iphone sales obviously have uh, taken over from that uh, along with obviously uh samsung galaxies and other such um you know generic brands so to speak and so we we are part of a dying breed, shall well, we this, say? This is where I'm not I'm not entirely in agreement with 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 that stat. 
Because, I mean, right. I'm sorry, like the statistic is correct. It's just the wrong statistic to show. Right. All right. So, so you're going to put a positive spin on this, I can tell. Okay, your time starts now. Okay. So the positive <laughs> spin on this is that you're looking at the sales for cameras across the entire population, not just people who are interested in photography. So I feel like this happens quite frequently when you look at statistics. They're just they're skewed really badly. So before phones came about with half decent cameras on them, every single person who had a baby, every single person who had a child, a, a pet, a horse, a whatever they wanted, you know, where they wanted to document photos of some sort, they desperately needed to have a camera. And if you didn't have it on a phone, of course you'd go and buy one. So the camera industry these days don't really cater to general any day everyday people. Like they don't sell little point and shoots anymore. So no, I think that it's. I don't know that it's a. I mean, it's yes, it's a reflection of how many cameras are being sold. But I'd be really curious to see what percentage of those DSLR say. Also, those camera sales versus phone photos, phone sales. Sorry, are um are actually cameras that would have been considered a photographer's camera versus like mm. just a I need to take pictures. Do you know what I mean? So, so what you what I think you're saying there, Matt, is that that you're saying that perhaps sales to keen photographers hasn't diminished at all because those who are still interested in taking a decent photograph, so to speak, and having control over their their photos are still buying digital SLRs. Mm. Is that right? That's just it. It's kind of like saying that you know the the. Um, Look at car like petrol cars versus electric, oh, you know, cars. It's yep. you know, but but in in this case, we're not you know in the general population, you know, the petrol cars have been slowly you know going down, and electric cars have been going up, right? But then if you spoke to like the genre of people who are car collectors or race car drivers, go and look at the percentage of people who are using phones, not cameras. There, or you know, sorry, you know, petrol cars versus electric cars. There, does that sort of make sense? I know that's a really strange kind of way to compare it, but. I feel as though like you look at those skews and you kind of go, oh my God, no one's buying cameras anymore. The industry's totally dead. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it, don't get me wrong, the industry's having a very hard time. But, but well, I, it's, in a, it's in a state of change, isn't it? At it the end of the day, bad. this is the, the world we live in where the iPhone and, and other such technology has done an amazing job at replacing other, other tools that we used to use in the past. You know, I, here's a really good example, actually. I've, I've actually thought about this for more than one second now. Oh, oh. Does so this you, mean that what comes out of your mouth is going to be somewhat a pearl of wisdom? Probably not. But you've run <laughs> workshops for a long time, haven't you? Uh, before you were born. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so you've been running them for at least 10 years then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so the, 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 the camera sales peaked 10 years ago. Sorry. Yeah, camera yes. sales peaked 10 yes, years 10 ago. 10 years ago. Yep. If I asked you in terms of workshop participant numbers... Yep. Or numbers of people who are involved socially with your photography, so your yep. Tom's tribe. I would suggest that there are more people these days interested mm. in photography workshops and being part of that social photography thing than there were ten years ago. I would agree on that too. Yep. So, so camera sales and actual photographers different. There's not the same statistic, but it looks I very think, scary. I agree. I know what you're saying. I think I think uh, what you're saying there is that photography is more popular than it ever has been before. Just because those stats are showing that uh, digital camera sales are, are down from well down from previous years doesn't mean that there's less interest in photography. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's just uh, you know that people are using their iPhones a lot to take photographs, and those who want to take it to a, a little bit further 
They're um, still there. Buy, buy a digital SLR and then come to a, a workshop like yours or mine to mm. learn how to use it better because um, anyone can take a, a half-decent photograph with an iPhone, but then um, wanting to do something a little bit more creative involves yeah. learning a new skill with, yeah, exactly. with learning to use your digital camera. So that's it. Yeah, I, feel like when I, I feel like when I say that, I feel like I'm desperately trying to ignore the, fact business. That the cameras are down and that's like don't get me wrong i'm well aware that brands are doing it, it tough cameras it doesn't matter down. to us though does it really it doesn't really affect us in any way shape or form other than we might lose some brands in years to come maybe sooner rather than later because there's just not the market buying cameras like there was before that's just it and i think as you if you i suspect i should say i don't think i suspect that if you look at the average price of each of those transactions over time i think go back 10 years where they were at their peak and most of those 122 million units i'd suggest most of those were cameras under 400 dollars. whereas now yeah, the 10 million that are left are probably yeah. only the two thousand yeah. dollar or one thousand dollar plus cameras so I, I, think, I think you're right it'd be interesting to see the stat of of you know the point and shoots versus the digital slrs the interchangeable lens type bodies things like that okay give me a stat on that how yeah. have they declined in the years have they declined as much as we think that statistic shows you yeah, yeah. maybe look at the um what's the overall spend globally on cameras and i'd say that if you're going to do that you also need to go look iphones are legitimate cameras these days it's a two thousand dollar camera you know with the case built in phone. <laughs> yeah exactly okay oh, yeah, i got this new i got this new camera the other day and look it makes phone calls as well oh my god what brand does that <laughs> well, actually have you seen the new leica that they've brought out that sort of is that no so tell leica, me more tell me leica, more they brought out what has been dubbed the worst camera of 2020 um, Lycra, it's, what's it called? Do you know what it's called? A Leica, I'm Googling it now as we speak, as, as is everybody else who's listening to the Leica podcast. Leica, worst camera ever. Worst camera. Google that one. Yep, cool. So the worst camera ever made. Uh, I'm looking at that on dpreview.com. Oh, unprofessional. Yeah. No, I know. Right? Um, it's very popular. There we go. So, you are so popular. Uh, so what these guys did basically, so Leica is obviously renowned for their quality and styling, all that sort of stuff. And What's happened is they released this camera that's actually got Lightroom and social media built into the camera. So you can take a photo, use Lightroom on the back of the camera to touch it up. So it's Lightroom um, CC and then yes. immediately upload it via the, via the camera. So love it is it. essentially it. An, a reverse camera phone. It's a phone camera. Right. Or a ca about camera. I time. I've been banging on this for ages. If they can make these highly sophisticated cameras that can do more than that you could possibly want or imagine, why is it that we can't upload to social media directly from these cameras? I've been saying well, that for ages. Well, the bad news for you, Tom, is that you said that, but the entire world has voted and said that that is officially the worst thing that happened to photography <laughs> in 2020. They, so. they just said, yeah, I'm great sure idea, Tom, but yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah, Bad luck. Nah. If you want to, if you want to upload it to social media, get your laptop out, download, make it look spoofy, and then have Facebook crunch the shit out of it before it uploads onto their platform. You, you could also do it to your. You can most cameras will go to your phone these days. I mean, not your your big. You know, Ooh, not, my, not my bloody you know antique. No. But but no. like for most cameras, you can go straight to your phone. What I would really love to see though is not so much. I don't care about the edit on your on your, like having Lightroom on your camera because I think it's too small and fiddly anyway to see the details. What I'd love though is, you know, the presets you can create in Lightroom. I'd love to be able to load presets from Lightroom into the camera so you can actually shoot in your own preset. 
Now that would be interesting. Yeah, okay. Like style for the geeks out there. Yeah. Well, just from a style perspective, you know, those people who don't want to go through the whole process of shooting raw and then editing because, you know, maybe they feel as though they don't want to have that level of control or the time. I think it'd be super cool to be able to go, look, I've created this awesome kind of like desaturated split tone, whatever kind of preset. You could actually load it into your camera, shoot JPEGs, and you actually end up with those sort of, they're edited, but strictly edited. So you, you sort of don't give yourself the freedom to do whatever the hell you want, but you still have to shoot to the camera, if that makes sense. Like it still kind of keeps that like slightly more filmic, you know, straight out of camera feel whilst you're actually having some input as to the actual look of your photo in the first place, given that you mm. can't use different film to do that these days. You know, the closest would be like Fuji has film simulators, but yeah, even then they're not, you know, it's not the same as having a full on preset. I've, I've, you talked about shooting. Did you talk about shooting film last week or was that somebody else? No, probably not. It's probably one of the other no, podcasts. No, I, 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 I did a podcast with Cam Blake last night and he was talking about it. Okay, I'm getting you uh, and Cam Blake mixed up. Sorry. No, what podcast is he doing <laughs> with him? Not the Harry Potter podcast. No, is he doing one of those? No, you didn't talk about that. No, I was doing that. one for the Tom Putt Gallery? Is that the, the Tom Putt, the, the tribe. I was doing that for my tribe. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got I've got a, a kind of a, an inkling or a hankering to want to get out and shoot a little bit of film again Ooh. on my panoramic film camera that I still have that I think still works, but it would be a matter of me sourcing um, the film and, and going out and using it. But just, just roll a film, just put a roll of film through for old time's sake. I'd probably get it back and it sucks and the contrast is terrible and the exposure's all over the place, but it would be fun. Anyway. So would this, would this sort of maybe film, lead us yeah. into a topic – which is part two of things you're going to do. We have a topic. We, 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 this is part of it. Yeah, like we were talking last week about what we're going to do for 2021 and what goals we've set ourselves. Yeah. And part of – I was thinking about it again today because, you know, I put a lot of time into this, uh, as you know that. And I was thinking that I would love to um, get my film camera out again and, and run a little bit of uh, film through it. And, and what else was I thinking of doing? Um, the other thing that I'd, I, I'm be working on for 2021 is a new book, even though I've just released my last another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you've always got to think well in advance because um, you it, don't want to get please, caught with your pants down. Can I name the book? <laughs> I want to name it Tom Putt Behind the Mask, and it'll be Tom Putt Behind, behind the Mask. The, the behind the Mask. <laughs> yeah, I just think it'd be fitting. It's, not, you know? it's just not very. It's just not very exciting to no. to see. You know, I'm, I'm pretty transparent. You know that. What you see is what you get. Oh. It's not very exciting. Sorry. It could no, just be all I, your selfies published in a book, though. I think that would be. Well, 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 that would be equally exciting as Behind the Mask, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of be the same book, wouldn't it? <laughs> so how many are we going to get printed? One, then that's for me or for yeah. Mary or, I don't know, my parents or something. You could maybe just know. do that one through Officeworks, I guess. I guess that's print on demand and then yeah. just put it up on my website and see how many we don't sell. Mm. Yeah. So book, what's the book? What's what's happening? Oh, another Morning to Peninsula book. I'm working Jeez. on that already. Well, I was talking about that. With climate change is shrinking, not growing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting told off by all these people who are like, you're making it look too good. You're encouraging yeah. people to want to come down here and, and, and move here and make it their home. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. But yeah. uh, – but um, we, we're selling our current book very well, but of course these things take time and 
also too, I do want to get out and create, but I create best when I'm working towards working on a project and it's not just taking photographs willy nilly. It's actually taking photographs because there's an, there's an end result in mind. And, and so another book, yes, uh, I'll be working on two this year. One is a, a, a sequel, I guess, to this current book. I'm not quite sure on the title yet, but it's got, got a lot of sort of like drone shots, not looking straight down, but across the landscape, showing off the beautiful coastlines and hinterlands, etc. Um, and then also the winter edition rather than the summer edition, because we called this Ooh. one the summer edition. People are buying it now and they're going, so you've called it the summer edition. Does that mean there's going to be a winter edition? And I'm like, oh, oh well, I guess it could be. So and please this tell winter, me there's going to be a box set, which is like Tom Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can, have that. you can have that. Wow, yeah. a box collection. Yeah, I love it. Box it. And I love it has to be in like a wooden okay. box, like a cigar box or something. Uh, gold leafed. Yeah. With my signature embossed into the box. No, well, let's not go crazy, but yeah. And then like I, can, I can have it a limited edition of 100 and I could charge two grand for the box set. And I could maybe throw in a, a small print for that as well. I feel like we just lost a lot of subscribers. <laughs> there goes oh, the dear me. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. A right. Fuji Chrome Velvia 50, 120 roll film pack, five rolls for $98. I used to pay, I used to pay 50 bucks. So it's doubled in price. There you go. You should have bought some back then and, and um, put it on eBay. <laughs> money. Put it. That's better well, than I, I should... property. I can't believe that you'd spend a hundred dollars on a pro pack and, and that I would get me there's five pictures per roll. So that's four pictures per roll. So that's 20 photos for a hundred dollars. So that's costing $5 per photograph to take a photo. And then you've got to get it processed and everything else. There you go. It's almost no wonder like we all shoot digital these days. <laughs> <laughs> Just use the iPhone panorama mode. It's actually quite good. This is, this is it. So, um, so there's a couple of my goals for this year is, you know, yeah. get the camera out, run a bit of a film through it um, for old time's sake. Um, I do want to get up and shoot, um, and I've been talking about doing it for a while. It's my 20th anniversary from going to Central Australia and walking parts of the Larapinta Trail. Do you know Ooh, that, that? I do. Neat little visited, walk? We visited the little tiny snippets of it along the way right. on our uh, Central Australia trip. Ah, oh, right. Okay. So you know that yeah. area quite well. The oh. West McDonald Ranges up west yeah. of Alice Springs, gorgeous part of the world. And uh, and I've I've just already put the, the feelers out to young Oliver, my son, to uh, take him up there later this year and perhaps um, walk part of that. Not all of it. It's 220-odd K, something like that, and we just don't have the time for that. But uh, I reckon Cam would do the whole thing if, you know, just saying – not, he's, not trying to pitch you guys against each other, but he would he would be like, I'm just going up there to casually do the entire thing. And he carries yeah. a stupid big Fuji thing around as well. Well, um, he doesn't have that anymore. Oh, he sold it. He got it, rid of his oh, Fuji yeah. and he's now got a Leica. Oh, Speaking probably of one Leica. of those stupid built-in Lightroom ones. <laughs> he's going to listen to this podcast and there's going to be one more on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone wanting to cheap Leica? Just, just eBay can bake photography. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, he does all those beautiful, um, you know, overland track, Franklin River type adventures as well. It makes makes uh, me look like, um, you know, just luxury adventures. Like mm. anyway, yeah, he's sounds like cool. a bit of fun. What so, about you? So will, have you, you got a few on. ideas? I do have a few no. ideas. But before no, we move no. on to my ideas, because we did talk a lot. I, did, I talked a lot last week about my ideas. I want to hear about your one. So in terms of 
doing a book and stuff because I like the idea of that and I really like this idea of having a, a goal to work towards because I think that's mm. um, creatively speaking one thing I hear constantly from people people you know a lot of photographers amateur photographers I'm going to call them doesn't mean they're not good they're just it's just yeah they're not pro photographers um, the they sort of go like they lack inspiration like they, they go out and they shoot and they'll go and get some good pictures but they're sort of like there's this immediate gratification of cool they're great pictures but then that that can say like the happiness of those photos dies off really quickly, and yep. so I, I know it's expensive to obviously produce a book the way that you do it, and not suggesting people are going to go out and make like a commercial book. But making mm. a book is a really good like, that's a cool project you can do relatively cheap if you go through like local printers and stuff, you know, just like yep. even online printers. But my question for you is if, if people are listening and they're kind of going, Well, you know, how do I start? Like, in terms of concepts, I mean, you've obviously gone pretty broad reach, like Mornington Peninsula is, that's a big topic, it's, you know, as an area, but mm. how do how do you have any tips for people if they're trying to come up with like their own little project, where do they start mm. to sift through that information? Can they look back at their own catalogue and try and identify something they do well or something that interests them? How, how do they go about that process? That's a great question, Matthew. I'm so glad you asked that. Let me um, just uh, throw a few ideas at you. Um <laughs> The best part is that firstly, was firstly, I think um, what you've got to do, what I find helps is that you have sort of like a theme. So you, you say to yourself, right, what, what's this book about? And for me, obviously, I theme mine around the Mornington Peninsula. But um, for other people, it might be that they love uh, birds, so they go and photograph the local wildlife down at the park or the beach or wherever they so might then- be. So you go or, grab like a, a, a bird book and try and, you know, catch them all. <laughs> this is <laughs> you it. I mean? This yeah, is okay. it. You just, you, you put a few bird seeds, you open a bird book in a park, you th- sprinkle some bird seeds on top and hopefully you'll catch a few. I think um, you specifically sprinkle the seeds on the ones you want to photograph. <laughs> and they, they're attracted to that. That's, That's it. You've got to open it on the right page. Um, you know, it might be that you're into flowers and macro photography, so you create something around that. Obviously, you've got to have a passion because then um, that's going to be evident in your photographs and that's going to mean that you, you're you not going to lose interest after five seconds, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so having a, a theme makes the book more interesting and is going to obviously motivate you to want to get out there and take those photographs. And then, and then beyond that, I think what you've got to do is have some sort of like end point in mind, as in, What's the goal here? Is it to produce a, a, a book with 30 photos or 50 photos in it? Or am I just going to set myself a, a time frame, regardless of how many photos I have by the end of that, I'm going to, I'm going to f- finish the book? Because otherwise, if it's open-ended, it can be something that, that goes on for years and you never produce a result. So it is good to put yourself, sort of make yourself accountable and say, right, okay, by the end of this year, I'll, I'll make sure that I've done all the photographs for that. Um, and that can be motivating to get out and take photographs, of course, and um, give you um, inspiration or motivation to get out there and take the photos. And then I also like the idea of sort of um, editing the photographs and laying the book out and creating the book at the same time. Again, that's very encouraging because you're like, oh, yeah, wow, this is looking pretty cool. I'm really happy with this. And that'll motivate you more to get out and take those photos and obviously finish off that book. I was sort of wondering um, with I was sort of wondering with that like whether you know for those people who are less um, you know maybe don't have that that complete creative streak whether mm-hmm. you would ever actually you know in like Lightroom you can actually get pre-made book layouts you in can there. in Lightroom always that module yep. so if you turned around and said like oh I'm, I'm going to do a 
12 page book, you know, one photo for each month or whatever it might be, yeah. actually lay the book out and then kind of populate it as you go. Is that how you do it? So you kind yes. of like, it's almost like, yeah. um, it's like fill in the blanks kind of thing rather yeah. than having yeah. this ongoing, you just don't know where, yeah, as you say, you don't know where it stops. Yeah. I, I, I've always talked about doing that for my own books, but I somehow never get around to doing it, but it will save you a lot of time at the end, but also too, as I said, it gives you that encouragement that you could choose four templates out of that book module in Lightroom and you could go, these are the four templates I'm going to use. And then when you come to edit your photographs for that, for that day or that week, whatever you've done, you then five-star your favorites, you edit them, you make them look spiffy, and then you start simply just dropping and dragging your favorite photographs onto those templates or those pages based on, oh, wow, no, that's a favorite and that'll work really well over double page spread. Great. I'll drag that into that template because that's my double page spread template, you know, and then, and then you're just finessing it all at the end once you've sort of finished the project and it's done for you, you know. Um, The other thing I just popped into my head was what about a calendar where you produce a calendar, you can print them through Vistaprint and other, other such, um, you know, print houses and you might say, well, right, I'm going to, I'm going to set myself a goal that, every month I have to get out and take a photograph or some photographs and I'm going to choose my favorite from each month and put that as a page in the calendar. Yeah. I like what about that. that? Yeah. That's not bad. Not That's a bad little good. way of doing things. Yeah. Um, or just come on a Matt or Tom workshop every month for the whole year. Oh, imagine that. And choose your favorite photograph from each of the workshops that you've been on. Why not do that? That's oh, that'd speaking almost, of. That would be more expensive gone. than buying your uh, four set of yeah. Um, you know, Tom, Tom Four Seasons box set. Um, set. That's yeah. it. But, you what know, about at the end of the day, they're yours. Gone. That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, like, and you're going to have a whole lot of laughs. You're going to have a whole lot of knowledge by the end of that. It's mm. not just. It's not about the money, Matt. Just think about that. That's a quality investment in yourself. You deserve that. Why is it gone silent? Oh, I was just waiting for the rest of the spin. <laughs> I'm spinning it as well as Eddie Maguire today. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, how was that? Oh, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I spoke to somebody yesterday who's who's quite influential in the whole um, medical field, shall we say, and, and depressingly, sorry for anybody out there who has any plans to travel overseas in the next year or two. It's not going to happen. Just to put a dampener on things, by the way, it just popped into my head. So you're I was just thinking they should jump on a workshop. Is that this is the worst thing I was waiting for? I told you I was saying come on a workshop, but it's not going to be anything overseas, unfortunately. Oh. Um, not for this year, not even next year, I would say. Okay. So uh, let's not let's not open that can of worms. But I just wanted to put that out there. Sorry, sorry, folks. Right. Well, that was travel, travel and enjoy in Australia for the moment. You see, uh, yeah, that did really burst our, our bubble there, didn't kind it? Kind of really ruined the vibe, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> energy has just been sucked out of this podcast now. That should have been your closing what, one. Let's, <laughs> let's just say, everybody, if you want to get out and see more of Australia, what a perfect opportunity. We're living in a very safe country where COVID is not running rampant. And if you've longed to go to the Melbourne Zoo, uh, the Mornington Peninsula, um, you want to do more night photography, you want to learn how to photograph young children called Isla or beyond, uh, <laughs> get, in touch with, get in touch with Matt and go on a workshop with, with him or, or sh- let's put a shout out to Nick Fletcher. Does he run workshops? No, he he any- he's not even a photographer. <laughs> no, he's not really. 
He's, nah. He has a camera, but he doesn't know how to use it. He's too embarrassed to come on any of our workshops to say, hey, you could probably teach me a thing or two, but but I'm, I, I don't want to put up my hand to say I really don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, the thing go is- and explore Australia, people. That's yeah. my take-home message. I'm going to go and see our backyard. Come on. Let's, let's get this out is, there. This is my- Support the local industry. <laughs> go on. All right. Thank, thanks, Dan Andrews. Thanks. Um, thanks, so Dan. the uh, – no, but that's a good point. You know, we're talking about things to do for 20, or not 20, not to do, but I guess like um, goals for 2021. And one that we sort of haven't touched on, but we did last year, but I think we haven't touched on it all in this kind of conversation is um, if you're looking to photograph places, there really isn't a better time or there never probably will be a better time than to get There's out. There's never been now. a better time. Yep. Because mm. you go down to the 12 Apostles and yes, there's local tourists, but Gosh, that's nothing compared to the busloads of people normally there. You go down, you know, even if you go out to, I don't know, Salt Lake, you don't have those huge buses of tourists that come in for the, you know, the, the nighttime astro shots. Um, like you've got the entirety of this country to yourself at the moment. And I, I'll tell you what, if, if you go to some of the, the more aspirational places, you know, like I'd killed me in Central Australia right now because, you know, if, if you pull out international tourism from, from Central Australia, you can walk into those huge canyons and not just have, you know, massive lines of unphotoshoppable, um, you know, crowds. So um, I think something that if, you, if you're lacking on inspiration this year, I think even go back through your catalogue, look at some of the places you've photographed that you loved, but maybe it was too busy or, you know, there was just too much going on. Put them back on your list because 2021, um, go there. It'll be, it's, it's going to be relatively speaking empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hankering to get back down to the Great Ocean Road, which sounds a bit weird, but it's been a while since I photographed down there and I'd love to go back and just, just have a play and explore and, and as you've said, go down there without the hordes of people because the last time I was there it was just not even worth um, you know, dragging the camera out in some places because it was just so busy with tourists, which is, which is fine. But you know, I'm, I'm one of these people that likes to feel like I've got the whole place to myself, which is very selfish, but but nah. you know, at the end of the day, that's it's only, um, only selfish when you're on a workshop with six other people and you're like, oh, so everyone, <laughs> go sit in the car. I want to be with myself just for a second. <laughs> <laughs> look, thanks everybody for coming. I know, look, you've been interested in to learn from me, but really I'm, I need my space to just to focus on my own photography. So perhaps you could just go for a wander, come back in a couple of hours and then we'll get together and see what you, see what you ended up with. <laughs> Love it. Well, I, I kind of feel like we've done 2021's death now. What are we going to talk about next week? Well, you know, I don't know. Um, let's let's have people perhaps jump on the um, Facebook group and make a few suggestions. Yeah. But, you know, we'll come up with some very creative ideas, I would have thought, wouldn't we? Mm, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And we'll do it before Wednesday morning as well. It's going to be brilliant. Well, this is true. This is true. Um, we still have seven minutes to go, Matthew, or well, are we going to trunc- truncate I- this one? I feel oh, like look, you've got torturing to go. people. Well, it's not that. It's just torturing people now, isn't it? It's like we, 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 we wrapped up our, our mindless spiel. We got onto some really interesting stuff. I feel like if we, if we sandwich it with just mindless spiel again, you know, we sort of leave people dumber. Whereas like if we sort of finish <laughs> on the high note, um, people might walk away from up here. Not, maybe not uplifted because you made those comments about travel, but like at least they might Sorry. feel like they got something out of it. Some value. All right. And All right. let's, well, let's, you know, let's not panic either. Tom's been wrong so many times before. So, you know. Really? Really? Come on. We should get Mary involved in this conversation. But No. Um, 
No, maybe we should invite her in for like a guest appearance on, on a podcast one day. Oh, you know, you got, you I probably feel, I probably maybe throw up because you guys are just too lovey and, and stuff. It's, it's just, it, I'd probably get queasy. <laughs> All I see is on Facebook, you, it's like, you're my rock, you're my everything. And, you're, and I'm just like, oh, come you're, on. You're the wind beneath yeah. my wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Fine. Yeah. Maybe, she could, maybe she could just fill in for me one week. Maybe she could fill in for me. That would be far more interesting. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, she could come in and take, talk a little bit about um, selling your photographs. Yeah, let's do that. Because that's her, her genre, her forte is selling your photography, perhaps ideas around that. Mm. So, all right. Well, I'll, I'll chat with the boss and see whether she's interested, see whether sure, we can tie her down for a – a morning to um, to talk with us about that over a coffee or something else. And in the meantime, why don't we, guys, I, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here, but Matt has come up with a great idea that we should actually start filming ourselves on this podcast as well. So keep an eye out for that. Isn't that right, Matt? So you can't sit there in your budgie smugglers. Well, actually, that's not true. You might have to put a top on not and, true. and some underwear. Also not true. No, no, you're just gonna, are you still in your caravan? E-cam, no, I'm not today. But Ecamm Live okay. actually allows you to pixelate parts of the image, so I don't really need to do any of the things you talked about. Right. But let's not go into that. Let's right. Leave, let's leave it to be a surprise. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's every excuse for everybody to listen or, or join in in the next week or two. So thanks, Matt, for the chat today. I hope that was valuable to everybody uh, listening to us at uh, Chew the fat for yet another week. You've been listening to yet another episode of Matt and Tom's excellent podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye.